On today's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we do day two of our E3 discussions talking about the Xbox One press conference, Bethesda's press conference, and a little bit of Devolver Digital. So, let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Kevin Ramirez. Yeah, and today it's day two of our E3 discussions. And as you can hear, Bethel's not here today. He couldn't make it, just like Joe yesterday. But we have Joe today. Thanks for being on the show, Joe. Hey, guys. What's happening? <laughs> so real quick... This is weird. It, it is weird, right? Okay, so yes. real quick, you know, everyone already knows they're up to date that we're doing... A couple episodes these days uh, just to keep everyone up to date and be on the nose on what's happening at E3 and everything. So before we get into our discussions on the Xbox conference and the Bethesda conference and a bit of the digital uh, Devolver Digital conference, what was your feeling? Did you check out or see any of the EA stuff yesterday? What did you feel about that? Um, I got a little bit of it. I mean, I saw some of the stuff they had going on. Mm-hmm. Nothing major to me. Like, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't all that impressed. I mean, they obviously showed the Star Wars game, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of like just ho hum about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really didn't. It wasn't uh, a big thing to me. The EA one. I really didn't. Yeah, it was. It was. Pre- me and Bethel yesterday were talking about how every segment had like 30 minutes. So the Star Wars was 30 minutes. Um, dude, I'm blanking right now on what the other stuff was. But there was FIFA, yeah, and Madden. Was they, they did the usual. Like with those games, it's like they do it every year. So yeah, it's like. Yeah. You already know what's happening. But what I wanted to know from you, because you're a fan of it, um, the new FIFA and the new Madden coming out. Now, with FIFA, they announced Volta, which is the street soccer. There's going to be a street soccer mode in it. I was wondering, what did you think of that? Is that something interesting that makes you want to get FIFA? And also, with this being another year of Madden, and Madden comes out every year, was there even anything in Madden that was interesting? Like, I'm going to get it. Because Bethel pretty much just said yesterday that if you guys get it, because you guys were, were doing the, the playing together, you know, doing the uh, mm-hmm. fantasy team or whatever you guys were doing, uh-huh. like if you guys, if you bought it and you continue doing that, he'll get it only for that. But he was excited for the Volta stuff for FIFA, but for Madden, it's just like, it's up to you if you guys going to get it, if that he'll get it, you know? So I don't know how you got, how you felt about it. <clears throat> uh, no, pretty much the same thing. I, I really didn't care. I, like the, the street thing, it doesn't really interest me that much, but like with Madden, um, that was fun. I haven't played the latest seasons lately, uh, like the last few, but I mean, we'll keep that league going. So yeah. I'll, I'll get it. Um, mm. But nothing, there was nothing major coming out of the uh, two, um, coming out of those that made me like, that was going to like sway my decision. I was kind of already like on board anyway. So, yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. Well, on that, we're going to get on the xbox conference did you get to see him uh, a good amount of that or did you mostly just hear stuff i uh, heard stuff mm. i did get to see more of the bethesda the, the bethesda conference but uh-huh. got to hear more about the xbox thing um obviously the console was like you know we're not announced there. we're not there yet real quick oh, okay. they started it off with the outer worlds that they you know which is made by obsidian they're going to be the ones that like you know they've done i think they did fallout new vegas and that's coming out October 25th. It's very similar to the the style 
of you know Fallout. But what mm-hmm. I thought was interesting was Ninja Theory went on stage, and we just re- we found out that Ninja Theory was purchased by Microsoft to be a Microsoft Studios uh, uh, developer, and yeah. they announced Bleeding Edge, which is a four-on-four combat arena, t- uh, uh, pretty much multiplayer game. So it looked a lot like the characters had a lot of the Overwatch feel to them. They're very characteristic. Uh, they're going to have a tech, uh, technical or tactical alpha like beta June 27th. But what I found not weird about that, but Ninja Theory was is really known for like their gameplay and their story. And them making a multiplayer was kind of weird to me. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I feel like it's kind of a waste. I think they're capable of a lot more. Yeah. But it kind of goes to show you that, you know, I don't know if they were really clamoring to maybe just do something new mm-hmm. or if microsoft just wants them to capitalize on you know multiplayer on yeah so um i was a little disappointed by that uh the obsidian thing looked cool the outer worlds uh i'm definitely interested in that um but yeah the uh the four and four thing was kind of like oh okay that's what they're doing next well yeah. all right i mean probably not up my i i don't think i would be playing that unfortunate because i like their work so yeah yeah especially like their you i would have i would have put money down that ninja theory was going to make a story-based kind of game because yeah you know for this generation with sony with the playstation 4 a lot of their big titles were the story games like you know the last of us god of war spider-man so i thought oh ninja theory is going to fill that void that xbox one didn't have of story-based games and it's kind of weird that they're coming out with a multiple it's not weird but like I thought they were like, okay, we got Ninja Theory. They're they're good storytellers. We're gonna have them making like an action story game, and they're just doing a multiplayer arena for. Yeah, it seems like it seems like, a, but I mean, I don't know. Who knows the real story? I mean, this yeah, could no. be what Ninja Theory wants to do too. So That's I true. mean, either way, I'm not I'm not all that. I mean, good for them. Yeah, I hope it's good, but probably not something that I would play. They also ended up announcing Ori and the Will of the Wisps coming out uh, February 11th, 2020. Did you ever play Ori and the Blind Forest? I always wanted to, but I never got around to it. No, I never did. Uh, I just, I don't know. It just never, it never really, it looked cool. I mean, mm-hmm. it did look cool, but it just wasn't, it didn't appeal to me really. It looks beautiful. It looked really nice. Mm-hmm. I thought graphics it does look cool. Yeah, it does look really, really nice. Even the first one did too. Yeah. Uh, I just wasn't really something I ever got around a plane and kind of wasn't anything that I was in my head frequently to be like, oh yeah, I want to play that. Mm-hmm. Now, um, from the creators of Minecraft, they ended up announcing Minecraft Dungeon coming out fall 2020, <laughs> which is a four-player co-op game, which, which yeah, uh, to me, when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a dungeon crawler. It's a Minecraft dungeon crawler, and that's what it was. I've never played Minecraft, and I don't plan on playing it, so this <laughs> is just like, I was pretty much just like, okay, next. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's got a huge audience. Yeah. There's a huge following for it, but not something for me. Yeah. Uh, Phil Spencer ended up taking the stage, and he was talking about how gaming is for everyone. They want to connect whoever, wherever they want, whoever, play whoever you want to play against. He announced that uh, in this conference, they were going to announce 60 games, 14 of them being Xbox Studio games, and 34 of them being on Game Pass. So that was like the biggest thing, was that a lot of the games that were announced on here um, were going to be on Game Pass. Now, yeah. sometimes they would they would say like in the bottom corner which ones were in Game Pass, and um, <clears throat> you know, that's pretty much what they were offering. So from there, they jumped onto the Star Wars uh, the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, 
which they showed a, a new trailer, something we didn't see the day before from the EA uh, Play <clears throat> conference. And uh, it looked cool, but I, where I'm in with the Star Wars thing, like I was telling Bethel yesterday, like, hey, I like Respawn. Um, you know, I like Titanfall 2. They're good storytellers. So, like, if you, like I would say, I brought you up yesterday, Joe. I was like, if Joe tells me, like, he got Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and said, hey, dude, it's really good, then I'll get it. Like, like without hesitation. If, like, Jim Sterling says, like, whoa, this is really good, I would get it without hesitation. But right now, I'm just more of a wait and see. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty much I'm the same way I, I it's I'm not I don't know I'm just I don't care about another Star Wars game right now mm-hmm. it's not really their games right now are, are not I'm not big on they're not on my radar so I'm just kind of like you know and even if it does come on and ends up being really good yeah I just have no desire to play a Star Wars game right now so mm-hmm. I'd still probably wait and then the next thing they showed was it's like someone in the forest like running around did you see this video of a guy running around and it at first, at first, I thought it was that. Um, what was that first-person horror game that you liked, where the guy had a camcorder and was recording? Uh, what was that game Outlast. Called? Outlast. There you go. At first, I thought, oh, this is like Outlast Three or something, right? Because the dude kept popping out a camcorder, and then they showed the video that was on that was on the camcorder, and then for a second, I was like, oh shit, is this another Silent Hill? Because it looked like the guy from Silent Hill Two. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then as it kept going. Out of nowhere, it, you know, it's this horror game, and then when it, it, there's like this field of grass, and then when it ride, the camera rises up, you see the Blair Witch symbol, and it's a Blair Witch game, coming out yeah. August thirtieth. I, and again, it's one of those CG trailers, so you really don't know what the game's gonna play like. But even I was just like, oh shit, a Blair Witch, like someone actually cared to pay for a Blair Witch IP, like. Yeah, that I, was that was kind of a head scratcher for me. Yeah. So that I was, just heard I didn't I didn't see it but I heard like oh Blair Witch game coming I'm like really yeah. it, it was Why? Like, like to me it was just more like I thought oh it's Outlast three or fuck is this Silent Hill I'm like oh shit one of my uh, E3 bets might be true right now I'm like holy shit like, gonna, you know but, at this point a par- I know they did an, a VR Paranormal Activity game but that's yeah. even more current uh, for them to do it like a full fledged paranormal activity game would have been more current than blair witch when was that blair witch movie came out like two years ago didn't Probably. they boot it up or some reboot it i don't know yeah and it was stupid yeah so from there they um showed another trailer for cyberpunk 2077 um they announced the release date april 16th of next year 2020 but the big thing even i was caught off guard um, when the trailer ends, there's this dude standing in front of you, and when he kneels down, it's fucking Keanu Reeves. And then I, I was like, what the? Like, everyone reacted to it, and everyone in the audience was freaking out, and Keanu Reeves came out. And then he introduced, yeah. like, the rest of it and, like, um, the, the the release date. But I don't know, man. Like, everyone's like, hell yeah, Keanu Reeves. Like, don't get me wrong. Cyberpunk looked awesome. I was going to get it, you know, regardless. But this kind of, like... Is extra icing on the cake for me, but I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I was already really interested in it, and then just for whatever reason, knowing that Keanu's in it, I don't know why he has that effect on people, yeah, yeah. or what it is. But I was like, all right, well, yeah. I'm, that's a that is now a, a must. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 insane how like one thing like yeah, and it wasn't even a game where like oh no one cares now people care. It was like oh everyone cared about Cyberpunk, and then that was just like yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Now, I found it kind yeah. of funny where people were just like, yo, yeah, cool. It's cool Keanu Reeves is in it. Cyberpunk looks awesome. 
But you know Cyberpunk's going to have like one or two more delays. This game is not coming out April 16th. And when someone yeah, mentioned it, I'm like... it seems pretty massive. I'm like, oh, shit. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if this got delayed a couple of times. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it either. But uh, from there, I'm starting to forget what this was. Uh, I have it written down. Spirit Fairer? I don't know. Sorry. I completely forgot what it was. I guess it wasn't that memorable for me to remember what it was. So we'll move yeah. on to the next game. So this starts off with the sound effect I remember when you pause the game in the old NES game. It played the Battletoads pause menu song. And I was like, oh, shit, it's Battletoads. I'm like, we're finally going to see how Battletoads looks. Did you see this? I did not, no. But it's got, like, I it's I, a I heard that it's got the, yeah, and it's got, like, a Saturday morning cartoon kind of, like, art style sort of. It was super underwhelming. I was like, okay, they have the Battletoads IP. It's a beat-em-up. Okay, cool, whatever. But I'm like, it looks like that? Like, after, like, for, for how long it's been since we've actually had a Battletoads game. And then, you know, he had some of the characters show up in Killer Instinct, and they looked pretty cool, you know, like, super detailed. Yeah. I'm like, this is this is how it looks? Like, I'm all about, like, animation and stuff, but... Yeah. I don't know. I, it was, to me, it was underwhelming. It might play, it might be awesome and really fun, but I was underwhelmed. Yeah, I just I didn't I get I didn't hear much of the reaction, but when I heard about it, I was just kind of like, oh okay. And then yeah. I, I did, it was just like a beat 'em up. It almost seems like a Game Pass type of game, you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. And then from there, uh, this seemed like a really cool like uh, it's called RP. Uh, this uh, next game was RB, uh, RPG Time: The Legend of Right, and it looked like someone creating a fantasy world on his line paper at school and like making an RPG. And when you flip the pages, that's when the actions move. And it looked like a cool RPG fantasy type of game. Um, that's all they really showed of that. And then from there, they went on to like indie game montage for Xbox game pass. What's up? Yeah. They, they're usually, no, no, I was like, yeah, they usually end with that. Like the montage. Yeah. And then, they, you know, they talked about game pass day one game pass and that uh, Game Pass is coming to PC today. Um, then they introduced Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which is Game Pass for the uh, your console. You get Xbox Live, and you also get Game Pass for PC if you have a PC. And then starting today, if you get that, you can start off with a dollar. And then from that first month as a dollar, it, it goes up, but then you start paying it from there. So that was pretty neat. I think what I've been yeah, hearing Yeah, they're really from, pushing that. Yeah, they're really pushing it. What I hear from a lot of people is that Game Pass for like how much it costs. You can try out all these games and not feel bad that you wasted like, you know, anywhere from twenty to fifty bucks on a game and like, oh, I don't like it. But with Game Pass, it's like, oh, I tried it, it was okay, and then move on to the next one, delete it, and download the next. I mean, it has its advantages, but then when you have games like it, it it's definitely got a value to it. Mm -hmm. And it's still like when certain games take a long time to release, something all a Crackdown Three, where it almost seems like they're just like. It doesn't have to be that good because it's going to basically be free anyways on Game yeah. Pass, so don't worry about it. Uh -huh. There's always that flip side. But I definitely can see the value. Like if you buy someone a console, an Xbox One right now, and you go, here's a year of Game Pass. I mean, you got a giant library to play from. So it's like for a kid, you know, you're really not going to get that bored. And 
you're actually going to get, I mean, out of all the garbage that's there, I'm not saying it's all garbage, but, you know, you'll end up with a lot of games if you've never played them before that, you know, is going to keep you busy. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then from there, Microsoft announced a game series they've always had, but there's never been a new title for it because it was big on PC. And I remember, if, like, I would get asked this question a couple of times. Do they have this title anymore? And I'm like, no, they don't. Uh, Microsoft's uh, Flight Simulator. Yeah, I heard about that. They're bringing that back. I, I was kind of like, oh, that's cool. There is a market for it because I would always hear people say, like, do they still make Flight Simulator games? I'm like, nah. Not that I know of. I've never mm-hmm. heard them, you know. So that's cool that they're doing it again. Yeah. Um, see how that works. Yeah. Um, that'd be cool if it was a VR one, too. But uh, Age of Empire 2 Definitive Edition was announced. Then they announced Wasteland 3. And then uh, I wrote this down because this guy, I think he was... It, he's one of the guys from Microsoft Studios, if I'm correct. I cr- I'm correct about this. But mm-hmm. the reason I wrote his name down was because he had an awesome last name. And even right away, Bethel texted me his last name. And I was texting Bethel that last name too. This man's name is Matt Booty. <laughs> he had a great he had a great name. But he was talking about um, the Microsoft ended up uh, purchasing another company. And they announced that Double Fine Productions is joining the Xbox Studios. So Double yeah. Fine, who does Psychonauts, you know, uh, Broken Age, they did like classics for Lucas, uh, Lucas, Lucas games, Lucas Arts games, like Grim Fandango, like all of those, like Point and Click, yeah. you know, Day of the Tentacle. Um, they're part of Microsoft Studio, and at first I was like. Oh man, that's you know they're only gonna be on Xbox. That sucks. They won't be like on PlayStation or Nintendo. But then I really thought about it, and I like Double Fine. I like Tim Schafer, the people who work there. They may, to me they make great great games. But I think there's an audience for that game, those games, and it's something where I don't, correct me if I'm wrong. If you don't feel this way, but uh, Joe, I think them being exclusive to a platform like Xbox is good for that company, so that company doesn't have to worry about. Like, oh shit, are we going to be able to do good on this game to keep the lights on and keep going? Um, Because I don't feel... I don't think they need to be on every platform. I think it's okay for them to just be on one, regardless if it was an Xbox or PlayStation or Nintendo. Um, Having that security... I think think they're a small one and... Yeah, I think that works for them, and also like it's still going to give them access to PC. Yeah, which I think they make great games for that. So I think for them it's going to work. Yeah, um, and now again, like we've always talked about, uh, we also hope that they're not going to be told what to do. That they have enough freedom to make the stuff they want to make instead of being like you have to make this game, but it has to have multiplayer components to it, or it has to have mi- has yeah. to have microtransactions. Like hopefully that doesn't happen, and they can continue doing what they've always been doing. Just have that kind of you know, comfort of like, okay, we can keep the lights on. We don't have to worry. That's why we feel like small companies, like even Ninja Theory. Remember, we were kind of like, oh shit, this kind of sucks. But maybe they know that even doing stuff on their own isn't a guarantee every time. And just having yeah. that, that okay, we're gonna be good because we have people who work with us who have families, and we don't, you know, we don't want anything bad to happen. So that's how I look at it. You know, mm-hmm. I can see how people could be like, man, that fucking sucks. Blah blah blah. But. I always try to look at both sides of, of yeah, but I think it's good yeah, for them, tough. you know. 
And yeah, I would. I, I think so. For yeah, for in this case, yes. Yeah. So um, then after that, the uh, Tim Schafer ended up showing Psychonauts two. So an extra trailer for that, but still no release date for it. Just a, a brief like teaser, and it it looks great. It looks like Psychonauts, and Psychonauts always yeah. visually had a nice look to it. Um, and then there was another teaser, not for a Double Fine game, but uh, they're announcing Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga coming in 2020, which is going to be every Star Wars movie, but in Lego form adventure. So you're getting the whole, you know, Star all nine episodes. So yeah. <laughs> you know it's, it's like it's, yeah i mean the lego games are, are popular yeah. and uh for you know for kids and but as i said before not interested in playing any <laughs> star wars game right yeah. now um then they ended up showing another trailer for the dragon ball z project which was um finally given a name which is dragon ball z kakarot which is going to be going through the story of goku from Dragon Ball Z, from when he fights the Saiyans, and it looks like all the way up to fighting to Frieza. And that's coming out in early 2020. Uh, Bethel today asked me, like, hey, who's who's making that Dragon Ball game? And I kind of laughed. And I said, uh, I, oh, he asked. No, no, he didn't ask who, who, sorry. He didn't ask who was making it. He asked, how's it going to play? And I said, that's funny that you mentioned that because the people who are making it are the same people who made Asura's Wrath. So my guess is it's gonna play like a Sora's Wrath. <laughs> so, well, that would be awesome. Yeah, I hope it does. I mean, if anyone could make, I mean, with more mechanics to it. Yeah, I, you know, I hate to say this, but like, so if you want someone wanted to, you're picking the right person to make an anime slash action hybrid. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they, I, I I agree. I think they could do a good job. Yeah, and you if know. it's also if it's story, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It actually might be really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, that they they chose a right property. That's why they yeah. got kicked off the uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake team. But moving on, uh, there was another game called 12 Minutes. Did you hear about this at all? No, I didn't have this one, no. It looked kind of crazy because it was a top-down perspective, and it, was a, it, was, it looked like a girlfriend and her boyfriend having dinner, and she was surprising him with a gift, and he already knew this is what's in the gift. It's a, chi- uh, a baby's clothing because you're pregnant and you killed your father. And she's like, how do you know this? And then she's like, he said, someone's going to knock on the door and they're here to, to hurt you. And then someone knocks on the door and then she's just like, what's going on? And I guess what the game's premise is, is it's 12 minutes and this man is stuck in a time loop. So you have to figure out how to kind of get out of that situation. So you can, you have multiple ways of doing everything. You either... It looks like my guess is from that small little trailer, you have to choose your words or choose your actions to probably stop the time loop. It looks mm-hmm. pretty neat. It was just real quick, real simple, you know. That's what I got out of it, but they didn't really go that into detail. But it looked pretty neat. I'd say I'd say check it out. It's an interesting concept. I yeah. I, I, I will. You're I actually now kind of uh, interested to see what. Yeah, it looked it looked pretty neat. Um, then there was another game called Way to the Woods, which looked, uh, it looked like that one's coming in 2020 and it looked like, what it looked like? It looked like, uh, if you were kind of making like a boat and then, and then move, was it that one? Actually, you know what? I forgot. Sorry. It, it bled, <clears throat> it bled into everything else that, uh, I was, I was just going to say that they, they showed a, 
I mean, like a lot, a lot of stuff. And even I heard as, as I was going through it, and I was like, "There's no way I was going to be able to just like, yeah, yeah, even remember everything." And that's just fault trying to follow on after the fact. I was just like, "Man, there's no way." They just, I mean, I know we're gonna get to that, but I was just gonna say, like, you know, once again, like Microsoft brought it with as far as yeah, just showing a shitload of games, man. I mean, I was like, "Damn, okay." I'm like, "I don't, I don't care about a lot of these," but I mean, you're showing stuff, so. So well, power to them. Yeah, uh, Microsoft ended up showing uh, Gears Five, and they announced the release date for Gears Five is going to be September tenth. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's also going to have a mode called Escape, which is, th- is a three-player co-op game mm-hmm. experience. So that looked cool, and this looks like t- continuing the story of Gears of War Five, which I liked four actually. I thought four was really good. So having a, a solid September tenth release date, I thought I think it's good. You know that's. Doesn't seem like they're gonna be bumping heads with any of the big titles, but it looks like a really good game that's gonna be coming out for Xbox by at the end of the year, you know. And Um, again, a a good way a a good way for them to sell the Game Pass because I mean, oh yeah, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a huge one. Yeah. The the one thing about that Gears thing, they I think if you if you pre order it, get the Game Pass or pre order online digitally, I believe uh, you're gonna get a Terminator skin. One of the, you're gonna be yeah, like, I, I did hear about that. Yeah. So I thought, okay, cool. I'm like Terminator. It fits, you know. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan. Um, I'd say check it out, but I wasn't a big fan of the little trailer. Not the tra- like a, a story trailer, but they kind of had a little trailer for Gears, and it had a mm-hmm. Billie Eilish song that was playing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think she's good. I'm not a fan, but I don't hate her music. But I felt like. It was a forced, not forced. I don't know. I just, I just thought it was stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I just, you have to see it. If you, if, if you're listening and you saw it, I, I wasn't big on it. And I had an episode. I had an episode where I was talking to Scott about like how the Gears trailers used to be so awesome, and now they just kind of don't make them as good as they used to. But it's not epic the first anymore. Three. So. Yeah. The, the first, first three I thought were really, really great. Yeah, and they don't do it anymore. But I guess they don't want to follow in those footsteps, which is fine. They don't have to. Yeah. I actually thought the third song, the, the one from the third was probably like the best one. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. Uh, but yeah, Gears. Gears looked awesome. Uh, I, I liked 4. You know, I didn't think I was going to enjoy uh, Gears of War 4. So my excitement for 5 is is there. Like, I want to play it because I did enjoy what happened in the previous one. <clears throat> yeah. From there, Xbox announced a new Elite controller, their Elite Series 2 controller, which is going to have a huge amount of improvements. If you know what the Elite Controller is, they're going to improve on that. Yeah. So moving on. Dying Light 2 is coming out spring 2020. It's Dying Light. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. The biggest thing, one of the biggest things where I was like, oh, holy shit. Forza Horizon 4, they announced some DLC. They announced LEGO Speed Champion DLC out this week. And it's basically LEGO cars, a LEGO, mm-hmm. a, a LEGO course. And you can even drive regular real cars in the courses. And they were showing... They like, did this already, though. I didn't, really? Lego? Yeah, really? Did, yeah. did they? And Forza Horizon 3. I believe it's Forza... One of the Forza games. I think it was Horizon 3. There was a Lego pack. Did yeah, they really? This isn't the first... Uh, no, 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 no. Was it? No, not Lego. No, 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 not Lego. Uh, they did like a little cars thing thing, like a toy thing, They did Hot right? Wheels. There you go. Okay. They did Hot Wheels. But yeah, not, they had already done... They've done a license. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not Legos, bro. Right. That's not yeah, Legos, yeah, that's true. Joe. But it looked That's cool. True. It looked adorable. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they talked about Gears Pop on mobile, 
which looks like a RTS mobile pop of vinylmation looking gears game. Whatever. Is that only on the Windows mobile phone format? Uh, I think it's on <laughs> iOS and Android. Oh, I don't oh, know. Okay. Uh, All right, just checking. Then they announced some DLC for State of Decay 2. Uh, the Huntlands? Huntlands? Yeah, I, I heard. I, I, I saw this stuff and I just was like, all right, next, next, next. Because, yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah. they, you know, again, with, the, with their show, they put so much stuff out there, but there was a lot of stuff where I was just like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep it going. Now, okay, this one, dude, I thought, like, I text Bethel right away and I said, this is big. Like, honestly, I was watching the show. And it's like, oh, this is something with Sega. I'm like, okay, cool, Sega. And right away, when I saw a character and I saw the design, I knew, holy fuck, I went, like, that was one of my, besides the Keanu Reeves introduction, Mm -hmm. my reaction was like, holy shit. Fantasy Star 2, or Fantasy Star Online 2, coming over here finally on the Xbox One and Windows. So cross-play between that, free-to-play, all the content's going to be on there. That's fucking crazy. It's coming out spring 2020 and next year. Honestly, yeah, I was like, holy shit. That's insane. I remember I remember us talking about that on one episode a while back, just about Fantasy Star in general and yeah. how it's got a pretty big following. And uh, yeah, that's good. That's awesome. That's actually, you know, I was like, I saw that. I was like, oh, cool. That's, that's, and, then, and then making it free to play, you know, that's yeah. a great way to. It, it's a great way to get, because it's not. There is a following here in America. There is. There's people who still talk about the Dreamcast Fantasy Star, you know? Um, I have friends, too, that are like, dude, I bought an original Xbox just to get the Fantasy Star Episode 1 and 2 on there. Like, I just, I didn't even care about Xbox back then. I got it just to play more Fantasy Star. Um, To me, that's insane that it's it's coming over. And it being free to play is great because you're going to get people into it who... They're already playing for like an MMO type of game like World of Warcraft. They're not going to want to spend any more for a monthly subscription. Having it free to play here is is awesome. And yeah. I know a lot of people trying to like, they would try to log into Japanese servers to play Fantasy Star Online, you know, here in America. And a I've lot heard of people, stories of that, yeah. Yeah, and they would get kicked off or they would get banned and, and they couldn't play it over here. And it was like diehard. Or they fans. had to use a VPN or something yeah. like that in order to like play, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. And that's, that's awesome, dude. It, I got so excited and like was so surprised for for a few minutes. I was like, I think I might get an Xbox One X so it doesn't play shitty on my regular Xbox One, so I could like, you know, actually have a good experience. But I changed my mind, and we'll talk about the reason why I changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about a reason, but um, we'll get on to the next thing. But that that was fucking yeah. cool. I thought that was cool. Uh, there oh, yeah, was, that was there was another game that at first I was like, oh holy shit, they're making this, but then it wasn't what I thought. Uh, it's called Crossfire X. Uh, it's going to be first on Xbox next year on 2020. But I thought it was the board game Crossfire. Crossfire. You get oh, caught up in the Crossfire. <laughs> it I wasn't. That. I fucking tuned out, dude. I was like, fuck this. I don't <laughs> give a shit. So let's move on. You know, um, they announced also um, Tales of Aris, which is part of the Tale series that's coming out next year. Borderlands 3. Uh, showed another trailer for that. There's some free DLC that you can get now if you have the Handsome Jack collection, which kind of eh. seems to bra- <laughs> board into to Borderlands 3 or go into Borderlands yeah. 3. But when they had the trailer for Borderlands 3, I was like, oh shit, is Mr. Magician going to come out right now and do magic like Joe said? Like, <laughs> That's the only thing that caught my attention. When they showed Borderlands, yeah. at first I was like, ah, I don't care. And then I was like, oh shit, he's going to come on stage and do magic. But he didn't. Sorry. So so well, far, the week is the. It's the yeah, the, you're right. The show is still young. Yeah, he still yeah, has his yeah. Up. 
Uh, I, I don't think uh, he wanted to share the spotlight with Microsoft as well, so yeah. I'm sure he's going to wait for his own thing. Uh, and then there was another game announced, uh, Elden Ring, which is a FromSoft game made by Miyazaki, who does like the Dark Souls, Bloodborne, you know, Sekiro games. Yeah. But this is in conjunction, in partnership with uh, George R.R. R. Martin, who's very popular for Game of Thrones. And he's been talking about working with someone in Japan. And it's been rumored and it kind of leaked already. But this is cool, like, confirmation, you know, that, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's legit, it's real. But, like, with every FromSoft game, they announce it a year before it comes out anyway. So it's just a CG trailer and then we'll get a gameplay trailer the year next year, you know, so. Cool, that cool. Was more, like, it, it, that was a good reveal, but I was more yeah. like, it really, to me, it was kind of underwhelming because it had already leaked. And then secondly, um, I mean, you know. Say what you will about George R. R. Martin. Yeah. You know, he's he's he wrote a he wrote a good series of books. Um hey, he's gonna be a writer on this. I don't know. Like to me it was more uh it was cooler to see someone like um Guillermo del Toro, you know. Because yeah. I feel like someone that makes movies or someone that is really hands on in that area is more can be more effective as opposed to just like well, you're going to write the story. It's like, yeah, you yeah. can write a great story, but if the game isn't great, you know, George R.R. Martin's going to have nothing to do with the game. Not to say that from software yeah. aren't good at this, but I mean, again, for me, like it's cool, but I mean, if this is another game in the, in the vein of, uh, of, uh, like the soul series or bloodborne, mm -hmm. which, you know, like I like bloodborne and, and, or, you know, Sekiro, I mean, that's cool. But like that, that difficulty is going to definitely going to like, probably stop me personally from like wanting to really invest the time in something like that mm -hmm. there um just to echo beto because you brought up guillermo del toro mm. um he's cursed man he can't work on games <laughs> like he yeah, can't physically work on. he can be in it like in death stranding but he can't work on a game he's like cursed so i'm just echoing <laughs> beto he would have said that right now <laughs> uh and then from there, um, Xbox ended up talking about their xCloud console streaming, which is a, it's going to be a free cloud service this October. And, and you know, it's going to be taking advantage of the like, cloud and, and game streaming, and it's the future. So that was their conversation at the end of it. And that's when they were like, hey, we're going to talk about Project Scarlet coming holiday 2020. So... They talked about it having GDDR RAM, solid state drive, a special solid state drive. This is going to be, you know, no load times, no this, no that. Echoing a lot of what PlayStation ended up saying about the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Project Scarlet, you know, they sh they talked about that. Um, what they also talked about was Halo Infinite is going to be a launch game for Project mm -hmm. Scarlet coming out holiday 2020. They showed a trailer of it. You know, it's a teaser, like always, mm -hmm. with everything. Um, and real quick, that's what made me change my mind about getting an Xbox One X. Because if we're getting... I mean, we all kind of knew new consoles were coming out in 2020. But yeah. this was just like a confirmation. Like, yeah, 2020, holiday season, new consoles. I was like, it is going to be back... Even though they haven't said it yet, it is going to be backwards compatible. I don't see why they wouldn't, because Xbox is big on that. Yeah. I'll just... Wait till that comes out, and then I'll have a better system to play Fantasy Star on. So that's why I decided not to get an X. Um, but uh, what did you think of them talking about Project Scarlet and the announcement of Halo Infinite being a launch title for it? Uh, the Project Scarlet thing was kind of was cool. I mean, like I was expecting it anyways. I didn't, you know, I wasn't sure if they were going to actually give a, a date, I, even though it's not a firm date. It's just a yeah. They gave it a, a thing. 
Um, but again, mirrored a lot of the stuff that PlayStation has already came out and said about, you know, what they've got coming out next. Um, but all in all, cool. I think it's also kind of a fucking, it's, you know, announcing it. Well, I mean, it's going to be next year regard, you know, no matter what, but man, it really does make the Xbox one X seem almost like, I mean, it was like, what was the point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you and mean, I've you mean like, what was the down. point having the conference today if you're going to end it with no, that? Or? No, like, what was the point of the Xbox One X? Like, I get they wanted to, they pushed this as, like, the more powered up yeah. console. But now, you know, you created this expensive console and, you know, with all these up, you know, these, these uh, souped up specs for the 4K. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh-huh. now it's going to pale in comparison. You know, I don't feel like it was a big seller anyways, but mm-hmm. now it's going to sell less because people that were even interested in that yeah, now just, just were like, well, why would I buy that if I got to wait till next year? Well, yeah, that's so it, really, yeah. it was almost like a really expensive stopgap, like, uh-huh. a, you know, and it's like kind of a bummer. I mean, I've already seen it as low as three, three fifty. Yeah, I think three, it's on sale right now. Three, three fifty. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, that's it. That's that's outside. I mean, then, don't get me wrong. That's a really cheap price for, for that console. But like, again, running on a. Like for me, like like you said earlier, you're thinking about it, but Xbox One X is running on a on a u on a user interface that I'm not a fan of, anyways, oh, yeah. and all that stuff. So you're just like kind of like, eh, I'd rather just wait and see. Um, but that's cool that you know Halo's going to be a, a you know the launch title because I mean yeah. Halo's still a big thing, and mm-hmm. having it launch day one with the consoles, you know, it's going to be yeah. you know a system pusher. It it Phil Spencer was huge on saying before before talking bringing up project scarlet he did say we've heard you loud and clear and what you've said and i'm probably not saying what he said word by word but like what you said is that what you want is games you want to you want something to play your games first and foremost this is a video game console so they are paying attention with how badly received the xbox one was you know how badly it was taken in and how how bad it was you know people people just didn't like how it was introduced so they they're yeah. going into this knowing it's about the fucking games which is I'm, which they should be i'm 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 actually pretty optimistic you know with it ending there like with their conference uh i'm i'm pretty optimistic actually yeah. more optimistic than i was for previous generations for the their next gen because i feel like they're they've really they're really setting themselves up for that next gen for the next generation with all the studios they're buying with all the what with all everything they're doing right now yeah it really does feel like you know and, and i think they get it you yeah know, more so than some of the big i mean i know they're they're not only a, a a maker of consoles but also a publisher they get it more than more than other publishers who i really feel like should get it it's weird i feel like microsoft general gets it more right now than than ea than bethesda yeah. than a lot of these other big publishers they just activision it's interesting and I, and I think it's almost like looking back now on, on the generation it was almost smart that they almost were like kind of early on i felt like they just conceded they're like yeah you know what outside of the xbox one x they were just like we're not going to win this one so let's start setting ourselves up for the next one let's continue to support obviously we have to support the xbox one um we made mistakes uh but it almost really feels like, all right, let's just let's start prepping for that next, you know, uh, the next uh, that next gen and re up, you know, get it going again with that. Yeah. And I think it ended pretty well. Like I, I was, 
you know, with it ending on that, I was like, you know, I mean, granted, I, I'm not going to like every game, but I saw a lot of stuff that I was interested in. Yeah. Like, made me more interested now to, like, I'm looking forward to possibly getting in an Xbox once that new console comes out. And yeah, especially yeah. With, if they, like you said, if they keep the backwards compatibility, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a ton of games that I can pl- go back and play on from the Xbox uh, One. One. And I'll probably be able to play all of those by paying nine ninety nine or ten ninety nine for the Game Pass. Yeah. So I'm like, I, you know, honestly, I'm like, I'm stoked. These yeah. all these games that are coming out. Like, I'm like, man, I won't have to pay three hundred dollars to get all these old these old games to go buy used games. I'd just be able to just get the Game Pass. Yeah. It's you know. Yeah. It was a, it was good. I, I I think all in all, like I know this is gonna sound kind of weird, like me of all people saying this too, but like I I was kind of like, I'm gonna give them like. Well, well, before you say anything, before you say anything, how we were rating it yesterday, how many broken controllers do you give it out of 10? Like, is the more broken controllers? The better. Does that make it better? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give them nine. Nine? Yeah, I I thought it was, I mean, and I didn't watch it, but I'm just hearing everything that came out. I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, I give them an eight. And the only reason I give them an eight and not a nine, eight broken controllers out of 10, is because... There's no one they're really competing with right now. Yeah. Because Sony's not there. So, of course, they were going to get a lot of the um, exclusive first reveals. Yeah. So, that gave them the bump up. So, it would have been interesting to see. But, still, every year we've always said this. We've always wanted Microsoft to do really good. Yeah. And the time they do really good, and this is really good, is when they don't have Sony there. Yeah. You know? But, still... They 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 hit it out of the park. They did a good job, you know. Yeah, no, um, no, they did. I, I thought they did a really good. They did a yeah. fantastic job. Yeah. So nine broken controllers out of ten for you, and eight broken controllers out of ten for me. Alright, we're going to go next to Bethesda, which we're going to go a little bit faster so this episode is, doesn't run too long. Um, I'm just going to hit the points that I thought were interesting because a lot of what they showed was stuff we already knew. There were yeah. some few surprises, like two new games they announced. Um, everyone was expecting, like, are they going to talk about Fallout 76? And they did, and they talked about Wastelanders which is going to be extra content for free for if you have Fallout 76. It's human NPCs return, new main quests, choices and consequences, new weapons and new gear. So basically being a fucking Fallout game. So they're finally going to have that. And they're also going to have... What's up? They're going to fix... Like basically, yeah, like in year two, they're actually going to fix the game. And they're doing something which I thought that really... I really, really thought, even though I know it's newer, Mm -hmm. that EA should have came out and promised for... um, Anthem anthem and they didn't and uh and i was like okay well we'll see where this goes but um uh, on one end you know kudos that they're actually going to fix and make this game exactly what people wanted finally but again uh you know i I hated the lines like we know you guys are passionate you da 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 and here's we're going to give you what you want but i'm like you knew what the people wanted last year and you gave them shit so you Mm -hmm. can't it's almost like condescending to be like 
oh yeah, we're giving you guys what you want now. But I'm like, yeah. you guys fucked this game up last year mm-hmm. or you know, this past year when it came out. So you really can't like, I know a lot of the way they went around doing it. I was just like, fuck off. Like really, I was like, you guys are, that's just, it was garbage to me. Like yeah, a no, lot of that. And then I, the, real quick, agree. I just yeah. want to, I, I got to throw this out there. Yeah. That audience was fucking oh my terrible. God. I, had, I don't I, know. Like, I, I don't know if they're supposed to be, Look, you're supposed to be part of the games. You're, you're, you know, people that get those 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 passes or get to sit on those, they're not supposed to be fans. Like I understand clapping for something that's good and and being excited for things. Like you're like, wow, this is really really cool. But it really felt like they just brought in like fucking Frat boys. hundreds or a thousand of just their fucking fans. Woo! They just, you know. So I mean, to yeah. the games. The games media and people that go to those shows, conduct, I mean, I'm sorry, conduct yourself a little fucking less like fanboys I, and actually try to fucking was, be journalists. I think it was just fans there. I don't think it was them, to be honest. And they were yelling uh, I, I, every fucking word, man. Every just, fucking word. It was yeah, that yeah. that was really annoying. Um, yeah. <laughs> but going back to Fallout, like, yeah, they they're fixing it, so that's good. Yeah. Um, they did also announce another mode. Uh, battle royale mode 52 player battle yes. royale mode um called i don't see that working well Nuclear in, in winter. Yeah, I, i'm like i think that's so stupid like i'm like follow game it's not a first person shooter it's never been that you know the first person shooter mechanics for fallout have never been great they're not supposed to be great mm-hmm. and now you're like oh here's a battle royale I'm like that's gonna be garbage yeah um then todd howard came out to talk about and I knew he was going to fucking do this. I told you he was going to do this. He was going to be jokey on stage, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, you know, we got criticism. And well-deserved criticism, you know? Oh, it seems like you guys are excited to be here, you know? Like, because we do so great on our games or whatever the fuck he said. And I was like... Yeah, because you handpick your yeah. fucking fans. They are yeah. fans. Come on there. It's so stupid. And then, like, he was just talking about And everyone about laughed it. at that. that. That was the thing that got me terrible. I was like, oh, you're so funny. Yeah, you're so funny. <laughs> and, like... The, the the guys from Easy Allies, one of their bets, because, you know, we got our bet thing because they did that a long time ago when they were part of game trailers. Yeah. One of their bets was was they did things different. They were paying money. Like, they would put money on bets, right? Uh, would yeah. Todd Howard apologize? And pretty much across the board, all of them said no, except one no. person was just like, he, he, I, I'm going to have hope that he said he apologizes. But no, he didn't. He was just no. like, oh, we take your your criticism serious. So, whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they showed a bunch of. I'll go into the next part. Like I, oh, yeah, I know yeah. they showed a bunch of like Elder Scrolls stuff. Yeah, um, the blades thing. I don't. Well, what a blades? I don't really understand what that was. That was just a like mobile game. Uh, that was like uh, I heard it was heavily microtransaction uh, mobile type of game, and they did announce that was going to come to the Switch as well, a free free game as well. I saw that and I was like, eh, I'm not really. Yeah. That did nothing for me. Yeah. Um, then uh, what was after that? They showed the. Um, after that, they uh, Shinji Mikami came on stage, and if you don't know who Shinji Mikami is, um, he was the original creator of Resident Evil, and he was yeah. there to show the next game, which was Tango Ghostwire Tokyo, and that one seemed really cool because it seemed like people were just vanishing. It's the only went, game I think I, I I can honestly say that I was actually really interested in. Yeah. I watched the trailer. I saw everything about it. I really still don't know what exactly 100% it is. But that's the one game off of everything that I saw. What yeah. was like, 
I, I'm going to follow this because it looks kind of cool. Yeah, that one looked really cool. And the more I looked into it, um, did you see the, the lady that walked out? Yeah. And to talk about it, that's mm-hmm. a, a Kumi Nakamura. She was she did art for Okami, Bayonetta, and The Evil Within. So that she was oh, okay. always like Shinji Mikami's like um, kind of second hand, and this is her mm. directorial. She's directing oh, this cool. one. So like, dude, and she blew up on the internet. She blew up. Yeah. People were just like, she's fucking, she's great. You know, like, oh man, she's she's awesome. And 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 yeah, like knowing that that she worked on those titles, like now this makes me more excited to try out that game. Because she's working on it now. Like, she's, she's you know, from Okami going on from everything else. And, like, her artwork is fucking awesome. Uh, but then her learning from him throughout the years and now taking, like, you know, control and doing this title. Like, I'm on yeah. board. It looked awesome. It looked creepy. You know, it looked great. Yeah, it looked like I, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. To, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then after that, correct me if I'm wrong, next was... The Wolfenstein stuff, right? No. Or was ne- it rage? Next thing, and we don't need, really need to talk about this because it's something we're not that interested in, but they talked about like the Elder Scrolls Online. Then they went into more mobile games. Uh, they were talking yeah. about some of their mobile games called Commander Ken. Um, yeah, you know, I wasn't really feeling yeah. any of that stuff. But I will, I, I'm going to just say one thing going back to Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. Again, one of those fucking fans like was yelling out, dragons, bring dragons. Like basically <laughs> wanting, like they were asking for skyrim and elder scrolls and i was like no don't do that you don't need to do that because elder scrolls and i've played elder scrolls early on when it first came out and it was cool i, I didn't actually have anything against it it was rough yeah. but it was cool yeah i dug it i got what they what they were doing with it and i was like i kind of dug the fact that they didn't do the skyrim thing and of course now they're just like yeah here's dragons and yeah. we'll do the skyrim thing now and i'm like you're just you know you had just differentiated now you're just i don't know i really didn't care for that um and then they went into the Wolfenstein stuff after that. You know, I got nothing bad to say about the Wolfenstein. This, the cyber pilot looked interesting to me. It's cool. But again, I feel like they're pushing way too much Wolfenstein now. Yeah. Like yeah. where it's like every year they're announcing Wolfenstein, whether it's, it's like one year it's Wolfenstein. And then the next year it's the expansion, another like a standalone thing. And then the following year you got Wolfenstein two yeah. expansion. Now you've got cyber pilot and you have the, young blood or what is it yeah and i was kind of like it's too much now like <laughs> i like those games oversaturation I, I, I yeah i like the first wolfenstein and mm-hmm. i like the, the expansion i've yet to play the second one i'm gonna mm-hmm. um but i'm like it's too much already i'm like you guys are just you're you're, you're bleeding it dry yeah um one of the newer games they announced another new game uh it's by arcane studios and it was called Death Loop. And this was one of your... I'm not a huge fan of these these type of things. I'm not talking about the game itself, but more uh, CG trailers. Where it's not really mm. indicative of what the actual game's going to look and play like. It's more yeah. CG based. But it kind of gives you an idea. But my guess is, since it's called Death Loop, and it looked like these characters had to kill each other. But if it's not done the right way, it's looping and you have to start over. But it looks like it could be cool, but... Without really seeing any actual gameplay, I don't know. Yeah. You know? Um, then they talked about, like, um, Orion, which is a, a, a breakthrough in streaming technology, cloud stuff, works with any game and any engine that they make. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, um, okay, next, next. Yeah, yeah. 
So they were doing that. Then they talked a lot about Doom Eternal. And and that's the thing about the Bethesda conference. Besides those two new IPs, they were just re, you know, bringing up games they've already announced. Yeah. Which isn't bad, but like Doom Eternal is coming out November 22nd. Uh, Of course, with anything, collector's edition with an actual helmet, which you can wear. Of course. Um, They showed more rage stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's going to be some more rage content, like DLC. Um. And yeah, that was pretty much it. That's how they ended it with Doom Eternal. I was trying to think. I thought there was something else they showed. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that that that, that ended it. Um, yeah. eh, it kind of was like, I, it was a lot of stuff that we already saw. Yeah. Um, well, how many broken controllers would you give it? So here's the thing, like. I'm I'm definitely wait and see on Fallout. I'm I'm very interested to see if they can actually pull it off and fix the game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what they're showing, it looks cool. So I'm almost like of the of the uh, of the notion of I'm gonna try to find a really cheap copy now, because now yeah. I kind of want to experience it as it is now, mm-hmm. and then have a baseline to compare it to once it's fixed. And yeah. I and I and I feel like my window to do that is gonna be well. I mean, they're gonna be putting stuff in, but like I want to do that soon. So. I, I kind of want to find a, a cheap copy of it. Um, yeah. So I'm intrigued by that. Uh, also, like you said, that that uh, Shinji Mikami, that the game he announced, I was really struck by that. I felt like that basically saved them for yeah, me. I, I would agree. From it being a like a zero controller type thing, because I really just thought it was a, like from the crowd and and like they're trying to be funny and like their their yeah. humor. It just it felt it all fell flat to me. So I would say, oh, all in all. I'll give it a, I don't know, I don't even, I think a five is almost too high, but I, I'll give it, I'll be nice and give them a five, maybe I, a four. I'm going to give them, um, I'm going to give them a three broken controllers out of 10 because a lot of it was retold and I'm giving three of those points and, yeah, and they're good points the to, the, to the Akumi, to the, to Akumi, the Ghostwire from Tokyo yeah. from, a, for that Akumi Nakumura girl. She she was the one who she earns all that. None of the rest is from I'm, Bethesda. I'm giving three points I'm, to her. Three broken controllers. I'm, I'm either giving like I I'm saying okay, so I'm gonna go with five. I say four <laughs> points to her, and then one point to the fact that they're actually actually gonna fix, or it seems like they're gonna fix Fallout 76. I'm gonna give it a ten. All ten go to her. Just, it's just her. Yeah, her for the Ghostwire. They had ten broken controllers for that game, but Bethesda in general was like whatever. Yeah. You know. So yeah, that's. It, this they said this was their fifth year doing it. Does Bethesda have enough to keep doing these type of conferences? I don't feel like they do. Not not in this not in this way, and I don't think. And I think they're they're pushing it. You know, I don't. I didn't really like. And I, I'll, I'll preface this by saying like, um, I'm not the Devolvers tonight too, right? Or it happened already? Or what's that? What huh? The Devolver Digital one. What about it? Did it already happen, or is that tonight too? Oh no, that already happened. Okay, so, I, I didn't. I'm not. I didn't watch anything, so I was gonna say like, like I. I if you want to talk about it after, pretty, go for it. But pretty like, much, I just wanted to say like, um, what they ended up doing today, which I thought was pretty God, cool. Tell me that it, they just made fun of the Bethesda. No, nah, dude. You know what they did? Uh, what I thought was what? great because there was a bunch of people talking and like, well, we got to do this conference because I guess something happened to that announcer girl. Uh-huh. They're like, no, let's just hack it because she's like passed out or something. And they, they, they hacked into her head, and they did a fucking Nintendo Direct, but they called it a Devolver Direct through her brain. 
<laughs> so they were they were making fun of like you know how there's the state of plays and the yeah. and the, the Sony state of plays and Nintendo Direct. They did their own Direct and they made it very similar to Nintendo Direct. So I thought that was funny. Uh, I'll probably watch it after then. So that was a ten out of ten. Uh, Devolver Digital did it was a fun, quick like 15, 20 minute thing, which was great. Cool. I, I want to watch that. Yeah, I'll watch yeah. that. But uh, yeah, I mean that's day two of E three for the microsoft press conference and bethesda and a bit of devolver digital um so what'd you think i mean i thought xbox did a good job we already talked about that bethesda did whatever and devolver was fun as always yeah i would i would say i would agree yeah i'm I'm with you on that yeah so i mean that's gonna be it for this episode we'll be back tomorrow hopefully with everyone uh depending on everyone's schedule and tomorrow i forget i think it's square enix and there's a PC one, but I don't think that matters. We don't really care about that. So I think yeah. we're just going to talk about Square. But then we can also use tomorrow to catch up all of us together if we are all in the same thing. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's going to be it for this week. Uh, not this week. That's going to be it for today until tomorrow. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Peace. Just use the badge.